You're listening to the Ask Coach Parry podcast. If you'd like to join thousands of other runners from around the world who are getting direct access to Coach Parry, his science-backed training plans that work, and a community of runners to motivate you and hold you accountable, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask. On this edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast, we're talking about iron supplementation for female runners. We're joined by Shona Hendricks. Shona, nice to have you with us today. Yeah, thanks, Brad. This is a good one. Yeah, it is, Shona. And it's we, we've done a video on this, but we wanted to chat a little bit more uh, about it. Uh, it. Should female runners be supplementing with iron? That's, I think that's the hard question. Let's get out of the way first. Yeah, that's, that is often the perception. Is I'm a fe- female runner, and, and let's take female runners who are, who are still having their menstrual cycle. They think, okay, well, I'm, I'm bleeding every month. I need to be substituting that iron. And that is not necessarily the case. Um, and over-supplementation of iron is actually quite dangerous for you. So if you, want, if you think that you're struggling with, with a, a, a low levels of iron, one, some of the symptoms of that would be an, uh, constant fatigue, constant tiredness, just lack of energy or, or, or bouts of lack of energy. I would then recommend that you go to your physician, you get that, actually get blood tests taken and get that checked because it's not just iron. It's not just one aspect. There's, there's aspects in that iron. So ferritin levels, you know, overall iron levels, hemoglobin levels, all of those will play a role. And all supplementation does not equal this. You know, it's not all the same. Not all of them are made equal. And so you need to find the right supplementation for you. So that's the first point. I would say not every female athlete requires iron. The correlation is that a lot of female athletes do, but that is that they, you have to make sure that that is what you require because you don't want to get into a place where you are uh, sort of in inverted commas, overdosing on iron supplementation. How would you figure that out? Is it a case of going for blood tests, chatting to your physician? How do you, how do you know if you should be taking iron supplements? Yeah, so, so yeah, going, going to, so if you have those symptoms, if you're constantly tired and fatigued, uh, I mean, I know that's very vague because a lot of, a lot of people are, but um, always tired or bouts of, of this, this fatigueness where you just drop in energy levels. Um, yeah, overall f- performance, you know, if you're not seeing performance improvements, just going to the doctor, getting a, a, a round of bloods done. They'll normally do that with a white blood cell count as well, uh, and which is also always useful because, well, they have to, because if, if your white blood cell count is high, you can very often get a false idea of where your ferritin levels are. And so if you come back with low ferritin, that probably means your ferritin's even lower than, than what it is. And so the doctors would be able to advise you on that and then say, okay, well, then this supplementation is key. One of the, the things that is Really important to note with iron supplementation. So you've gone through this process. Your doc has said you have to go on to have iron supplementation. You make sure that you take that iron supplementation with vitamin C as well, because the vitamin C helps iron absorption, which is really, really important. And then also don't, and I was doing this for a long time, is don't take your iron supplementation with your coffee in the morning because the the calcium from the milk sort of halts that iron absorption so calcium sort of halts it and vitamin c does help it go in so just be sure that you are are doing that correctly i know this isn't your sort of area of expertise you're not a a, a dietitian but can you eat certain things are are there certain foods that you can instead of supplementing just increasing certain food intake that that has higher iron levels yeah definitely that again nikki nikki would know more on this than me but the you know your leafy greens are 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 high sources of of iron uh so spinach and and those sorts of things definitely high sources and of course going so we're talking supplementation but we are always a fan of real food first. Uh, the problem is that if you if you are requiring supp- uh, if you are requiring iron, if your iron levels are so low, 
very often just the, the, the real food sources aren't enough. And so we, we do sometimes have to just complement that with the supplementation. But if you're not including those things in your diet already, then I definitely would think that you should because you will need to, you know, so we don't get to a point where you have to have the iron supplementation. Fabulous. Shona, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for your time today on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Brett. Brad here again. Before I go, if you're peri or postmenopausal, then join sports scientist and head of the female athlete program here at coachperry.com, Shona Hendricks, in our upcoming Running Through Menopause Masterclass. If you'd like to recover from sessions quicker, not feel fatigued or tired all the time, run pain and injury free, improve your endurance, and of course, run faster to and through menopause, then head over to coachperry.com forward slash menopause or simply click on the link in your podcast player now.